Welcome back to the Focus B Show. This is Katie Stoddart here, aka The Focus B. And on this show, I interview high performers and leaders around the world to discover their secrets on peak performance, productivity, mindfulness, and leadership. So if you want to take your performance and your leadership to the next level, then you're in the right place. Listen up and connect with the magic. It's a magic triad that affects absolutely everything you do. And how can you master this magic triad to create whatever you wish in your life or in your business? Super excited to be tuning in today. I'm Katie Stoddart, and I'm very excited to be covering this topic on magic triad. The three core elements that are always there that dictate everything that we do are our thoughts, our emotions, and our overall attitude, which can sometimes be referred to as state. And these three things will affect everything in your life. What happens is that often we focus on results. And we forget where results originate. If you think of Stephen Covey, he says that all things are created twice, first in the mind and then in reality. Anything in your own life, situation, circumstance, was first something you imagined and then brought into reality. Any object, anything around you is something that was first thought of and then brought into reality. Because you can't just construct a house without having thought it through and designed it. If you think about this, what's maybe one result that you've been hoping to get, but your thoughts, your emotions aren't quite aligned or attuned with it? Because that's where it all begins. If you're frustrated that you're not at the stage you'd like to be in your business, for instance, what are your thoughts around it? If you keep thinking, for instance, I wish I was further, I wish I'd managed this, or I wish that was working differently. You're focusing on all the negatives. And so you're reinforcing that in your mind. And this does not lead to any productive outcome. If on the other hand, you're thinking, wow, a really fantastic way of doing this or reaching out to that guest would be to do this. And you're inspired and you're creative and you think outside the box, then that leads to results. So it all begins with our thoughts, emotions, and attitudes. How can we manage them? Everything always starts with self-awareness. If you don't have self-awareness, you can't create any change or transformation in your life. Okay, how do you enhance (laughs) self-awareness? I'm glad you asked. And I will go back to things that I've mentioned before. Number one, meditation. And this is because if you practice regularly, daily, any form of meditation, it can be transcendental meditation, TM. It can be even guided meditation, though I think silence is best. Counting your breath, focusing on the room, the sounds around you, body scan, focusing on the different parts of your body. All of these enhance awareness. They enhance your own thought patterns. You, you, you seeing your own thought patterns. You noticing your own emotions. It really helps you to, yes. Gain awareness on yourself. Other practices like journaling, famous morning pages by Julia Cameron, 
that she talks about in the artist's way. That's extremely useful also to enhance your awareness, working with the therapist, working with the coach, talking to an excellent friend that feeds back things to you that's a great listener. All of these things can help you to become just more aware because whatever is holding you back, it's yourself. Whether it's your business, whether it's your health, whether it's your relationships, that next level, wherever you're aiming to go, it's only you getting in the way. And that you is your thoughts and your emotions. It's not all of you. It's not your hand or your arm or (laughs) or your legs that are stopping you. It's what you're thinking and what you're feeling. So how do we shift this? Firstly, self-awareness. Amazing. So you start to notice certain patterns. You notice what triggers you. You notice maybe negative self-talk. Maybe you notice you're being unkind to yourself or punishing yourself for not reaching certain results. Maybe you're focusing too much on things that are out of your control and placing all of your focus on that. Maybe you're complaining. Maybe you're looking for a place of helplessness. Once you start to realize all these patterns, this is great because you're gaining awareness. And so once you think, wow, I'm always focusing on that one thing that happened you know, two months ago, maybe I can move forward. Or I'm always thinking about this other colleague or other entrepreneur doing better than me. How is that really serving me? Or I'm always focused on what people are saying about me and I'm always so scared they'll reject me. People don't really care. (laughs) People think about themselves. It's okay, whatever you do, whatever failure, they probably won't notice. And if they do, they'll just use it to feel better about themselves and then they'll move on. And so any of these thoughts and patterns that you notice, great, great. Note it, maybe write it down, become aware. Aware, aware, aware. Again, therapy, coaching can all help you to draw that awareness to a high level. This is the same with your emotions. Which emotions you feel most? And which emotions would you like to feel? Do you often feel sad, upset, down, negative, angry, annoyed? Would you feel light, joyous, happy, excited? And this is not fake positivity. If you're going through a tough time, it's not about painting it all pink, but it's rather about feeling it genuinely, this actual happiness and joy and excitement. And which emotions are you used to feeding in your body? Are you often feeding guilt? Are you feeding judgment? Are you feeding that pride? This is what we're looking at. Which emotions do you feed and where do you stay? That's step one. You have that awareness. Then what do you do? Then you shift it. And for that, you look at what's not serving you. So what's something that's getting in the way that isn't serving you? And this is typical sort of coaching work, which is if, for instance, you have a belief, a classic one would be, I'm not worthy enough to reach this goal. That's classic. If you have this belief, you start to pivot it and question it and change your perspective. So you don't just go from I'm not worthy to I am worthy, but you might just look at it from a slightly different angle. What are the proofs that anyone is worthy of reaching any goal or what is your definition of worthy or what about this goal makes you feel unworthy where does that come from and you just dig deeper this is obviously big you know coaching work and and highly individual and linked to specific thoughts and belief a belief is just the thought you've repeated to yourself over and over again it's not a reality it's something you think is a reality because you've repeated it so often, it becomes a belief. 
And so you can change these, you can shift these. So you can shift these thoughts and you can also shift your emotions. And this comes again through having a heightened awareness of these emotions and from choosing another response. Emotional patterns come from us learning that a given situation needs to be dealt with in a certain way. So you might learn that if someone shouts at you, you need to shout back because it's your way of protecting yourself. And then one day you realize this isn't really a helpful pattern and you don't want to shout back at people. And so you consciously pause and you choose a different emotional response. Of course, initially, there might be the amygdala kicks in and there might be a default pre-emotion that's there, but then you can consciously shift it. This all takes uh, a lot of training, a lot of work. Meditation plays a huge role, working on your own emotional self-regulation, mastering your emotions, being calm, and also having that self-compassion that we're not trying to be perfect or robots. (laughs) We're not trying to be always on and always happy, but we're more trying to be a little calmer and grounded. What I often think is my aim isn't to just be happy all the time. My aim is at least to be calm. So in moments where things are sad or or can upset me or make me angry, that's okay. It's part of being human. If something happens in your life that that really is impactful and and hard, it's normal to have that sort of sadness or upsetness or, or sometimes even anger. But can we stay with that emotion from a place of calmness, not from a place of totally losing it? So it's coming back to a more peaceful, calm version of it. Okay, so coming back to the core point, if you're looking at your thoughts and emotions, also think of your overall attitude. What are your thoughts and beliefs about life? That's an attitude. I believe life is a gift. Every second is a gift. How do you show up if you have that attitude? On the other hand, if you think of everything as a threat, what would then be your general attitude? But this is about your overarching thoughts and emotions together for certain specific situations. What's your attitude at work? What's your attitude towards your partner? What's your attitude in family? What's your attitude in your friends? And notice which attitudes you don't want to have anymore. If your attitude at work is lazy because you're really not committed to the work anymore, is that who you want to be? Is that how you want to act in your work? If your attitude towards your partner is kind of neutral, you don't communicate that much, don't talk that much. Is that what you want? If your attitude towards your friends is not seeing them often enough because you're caught up in work, is that the direction you want to go in? So these three things, these thoughts, emotions, and attitude, they direct everything we do, which is really just your thoughts and emotions. And then this is also linked to obviously the past things coming out and the trauma, and they are also there present in your thoughts and emotions. That can be dealt with. But start to notice what is actually directing your life. Because we're just there on autopilot doing our things. But you could be happier. You could lead a life that's designed and aligned and that's congruent with your beliefs and what's important for you, your deep inner core values and sense of purpose and meaning. But to create that, start to look what are your thoughts and emotions? And which are the ones that are blocking you? Because Thoughts aren't truth. They're just thoughts. They're just words and ideas. Some have more basis than others. And so we don't want to just listen to all of that. We want to curate. Look which thoughts serve you and which ones are just ones that can go. 
Wonderful. I hope this has been useful for you. I think we don't often analyze enough our own thought patterns, our own emotional patterns. They have such a tremendous impact on our life every single second. And if we pause and ask ourselves, what are they? How can we shift them? What's getting in the way? It can really be a game changer if this is something you practice regularly. So again, I invite you to mente, journal, think about it, see a therapist, see a coach, practice this self-awareness, and then you can do this self-shifting and change things for the better for a life that's more aligned. So remember to connect with the magic of intentional living, which was some of the subtitle of my book, Your Journey to Intentional Living, and enjoy the journey on on the process there, on the process to leading a life that is more aligned and designed because it's all about the journey. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in today to The Focus Bee Show. I would absolutely love to hear your feedback. So let me know in an Apple review or YouTube comment what was most valuable for you. And feel free to share this episode with a friend or a family member. Wishing you a wonderful, magical and focused day ahead.